You're listening to Noise and Affection, a podcast where I discuss the music and artists I love and what I'm currently listening to. I'm your host, Candace Dickerson. And after years of being a rock music journalist, I decided to make this podcast as a more inclusive place for all of the genres of music that I love. Kind of like a narrated playlist, a place for the sounds you love. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Noise and Affection Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Dickerson, and you are listening to the season two finale. Yes, episode eight of season two and episode 19 since the very beginning. And I just want to say thank you to everyone around the world for streaming and downloading this podcast and the amazing artists and guests that have taken time to come on the show. I've honestly met so many amazing individuals both um, listeners and artists from all over the world, all walks of life and all genres of music. And I'm so thankful for this incredible journey, how far we've come together. And I'm really excited to see how far I still have to go. So I'm super excited and blown away by your support. Thank you so much. You know the drill, though. Let's get right into what I have been loving and listening to. And why not start with K-pop? Okay, so if you know me, you know that I love NCT. They're one of my favorite K-pop groups ever. And I always pay close attention to when the members make solo releases. And Jaehyun finally made his official solo release with Forever Only. And it's everything that I hoped it would be and more. So NCT, they're kind of like the R&B kings of K-pop, right? And in true form, this is classic 90s R&B. It's just this 90s R&B love song. It's heavily acoustic guitar based and it just goes perfectly with his voice. He fits the style brilliantly. So be sure to check out Forever Only by Jaehyun of NCT. Next is a K-pop girl group that I have been loving a lot lately. They're called Ive and I love their new single After Like. So it is futuristic and retro at the same time, which I love. And it pays homage to Gloria Gaynor and it actually references her song I Will Survive in the chorus. I love everything about this song. It feels like a stadium anthem. It's catchy and it is over the top in the best way possible. So be sure to check it out. After Like by Ive. And next, let's dive into some rock music. So I've really been loving the latest single, You Don't Know What Love Means, by Nothing More, one of my favorite bands. And I previously did a male vocalist special, and their vocalist, Johnny Hawkins, made that list. He's a phenomenal vocalist, and this song really shows it. It's a little bit softer compared to some of their other songs, and so it really allows us to see his range a bit more, and I love that. It's seriously so impressive, so check out You Don't Know What Love Means by Nothing More. And last, but definitely not least, is a band that I have recently gotten into. They're called Bad Omens, and I love their single, Just Pretend. I think this is such a beautiful song, both lyrically and sonically speaking. I love his vocals. He is another rock vocalist with insane range, okay? And... I'm not surprised because I listened to an interview that they did and he really listens to a lot of different music and pulls from a lot of different influences when writing these songs. And I think that when you pull from a lot of different sources, it just makes you an amazing performer. So it definitely shows in their music. Such a fan. I'm excited to hear more from them, but definitely check that one out. Just Pretend by Bad Omen. And of course, this isn't everything that I have been loving and listening to, 
But if you click the Spotify playlist below, you can have access to everything that I have been loving and listening to. So be sure to click the link to that playlist here at all. And without further ado, I want to introduce our amazing guest for this episode, Talene Kali. She's an incredible rock vocalist, songwriter, and artist. And we discuss everything from her new tour, her upcoming album, and her latest single, Flower of Life. So let's jump right in. Hi, Candice. Hi, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. And thank you guys for taking time to come on. Oh, it's just me today. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Welcome to Noise and Affection Podcast. Thanks for having me. No problem. Okay, so first off, could you introduce yourself for some of our listeners who may not be familiar with you? Sure. Hi, my name is Talene Kali. And can you talk a little bit about like the style and genre of music that you play? Sure thing. So lately we've been, we've been kind of going by this, this combination genre mashup of like, you know, cause people ask what your genre is, but when you're kind of like a genre bending artist, it's a little hard to pin down. So lately right. we've been saying we're like, we're shoegaze band with Riot Girl and post-punk influences. And that seems to sit pretty, pretty right with, with all of us. Cool. Okay. Awesome. And yeah. so tonight, I know everything is going on. Your U.S. tour kicks off. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, the tour kickoff was last night. So you're like catching me like, right. Like the day, the morning after or the evening after. Oh my gosh. Well, how was it? How was the first date of you guys tour? It was so cool. Like so many friends and family and, and just like good people from the music community here in LA, like LA underground people came out and, um, you know, it was so cool. It was at this spot called Rubicon records and tapes in East Hollywood. And there's like TVs, like with static and cool music videos and stuff on like, on like Roman columns, (laughs) like old school VHS tapes (laughs) everywhere. And it's just like, it's like connected to this cool, like cyber cafe that serves coffee and like, um, it's just, it was so special. Oh my gosh. It sounds like it. That sounds incredible. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was really special. Yeah. Yeah. And that's awesome. Well, I'm glad it's gotten off to a great start and I want to talk about your single flower of life. Okay. So I love that song. It is so powerful. Like it feels political. It feels spiritual. And I wanted you to elaborate on the meaning behind that song. Of course. Oh my goodness. So, so I wrote that song 20, I would say 2018, like smack in the middle of the Trump era. Okay. (laughs) I had, um, I had just, I was like so fed up, you know? Um, and I had been holding on to this phrase, this like phrase flower of life for, for quite a while, like maybe six months or so. I, I just started seeing it a lot. Um, because I was studying um, sound healing and uh, learning how to play new instruments and different different types of instruments and and the phrase flower of life just kept coming up in those in those studies and um, it just really resonated with me. It was so beautiful. My my first band was called Tulips, and so there was this like floral connection 
happening already. And um, it just, yeah, it just really spoke to me. And, and, you know, that day in 2018, when I was, <laughs> when I was fed up, like just so fed up and everything was so dark. It was like, I think it was like raining. And I used to live in a, um, a loft that was like, had lots of windows. So I felt like I was just being like drowned by like everything that was going on. And, um, I wrote it as a, as a way to personally just survive those dark times. And I wrote it as, I would say like, as an, as if piece, like as if we could survive, you know, um, as if there was an aftermath and then, you know, what happened the years following, you know, the pandemic and black lives matter. And, you know, even before that me too. And, um, now with the, all the Roe versus Wade protests and, Mm. um, you know, there was just, there was just so much charge happening. And, um, it felt like, I felt like we really wanted to encapsulate all those feelings of like being trapped and then also resisting and also finding resiliency with everything that was That's going on. Incredible. That's really beautiful and very pertinent. So I love that. But the music video is also really stirring and iconic. And I love that it contains actual footage from some of the recent marches and protests. Can you talk a bit about that video and why you chose to to go that route with it? Absolutely. Like it was, you know, I was I was talking with Joe Rubin uh, Joe Rubinstein, the our friend who directed it and and he was like what's this song about? And I sent him the lyrics and told him this is literally what it's about and he was like, "Okay, why don't we make a women's March video? And I was like, yeah, hell yeah. But like, it's like, not just about like one issue. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that was the, like, that was just kind of what was going on at the time when I wrote it, but I felt like it transcended so many things. So together we started looking up all this footage um, of different types of protests. And while that was happening, I was like, you know what? Like this song isn't just about, like pain and suffering and and resisting. It's also about celebrating like who we are and, you know, our rights. So while we were kind of looking through all that footage, I started looking up like um, LGBTQ March footage. So there's also a lot of that in there. There's a lot of like celebration and not just marching for our rights, but also like celebrating, you know, ourselves and, you know, yeah, yeah. our our bad selves. Yeah. (laughs) When you started making music, I know I know all of your music isn't so politically um, charged, but I'm curious. So when you started making music, was political activism something you set out to accomplish through your art or did that just kind of happen organically with this specific project? I think it happened organically through the years. I think in the beginning, I was like writing a lot of sad, sad love songs and sad romantic songs and my first band was uh, Tulips, and in that band, my my bandmate Teddy Bloom wrote this really cool political song about police brutality back in 2014, and that was kind of like, you know, we we they wrote the lyrics and and everything, and and you know, us as as Tulips, we we supported we supported the lyrics through, through the music. So that was my first exposure to political songwriting. And then, 
through that process of, you know, working with Teddy on that song and to like working as tulips on that song, I think it kind of opened up, like cracked open a part of me where I was like, oh, like I could explore different things, you know? And through that, I think my songwriting evolved. Um, I wrote like a happy love song for the first time in Tulips uh, called Love Chain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, and then with the Talleen Kali stuff, when I went solo, it was all like a mixture of dark romantic and bright romantic. And then, and then just somehow, I think I was just ready to write something that was, um, that was more charged with like a um a specific political charge you know okay I love that so growing up my favorite bands or some of my favorite bands were AFI and the distillers and they were just such um poetic songwriters and you know the lyrics are very pertinent to everything that was happening with the, when these bands were thriving and so when i listen to your music it reminds me of bands like those and i'm really curious to know like what artists influence you oh that's so cool i love afi and the distillers <laughs> yeah um i really love um in terms of influence like i think I think it it runs the gamut like between like, I don't know. I love Bikini Kill, Sleater Kinney, like all the Riot Girls, Mary Timoney, X-Hex, Wild Flag, like all those projects really influenced me like hardcore from like a, from like a lyrical standpoint. And also like, just like the, the wildness, like all these like guitar lines, like unfurling and just how, how amazing, how amazing that feels to hear. And then, and then also I would say like shoegaze and post-punk and like dark music uh, really, really gets to me too, in terms of influences like um, Chapter House, Lush, My Bloody Valentine, Jesus and Mary Chain and Slow Dive, Ride. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So many good bands. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So speaking of like being in a band, there was a quote that you posted on Instagram and this is just an, a piece of it, but you said, if your life feels sucky and you feel disconnected and can't find meaningful work, start a band. And then you went on to say how much it changed your life. And I wanted you to elaborate on that and how music and like self-expression has been a vehicle for positive change in your life. Oh, thank you so much for asking me that. Yeah, I I love that question. I love that question so much. I think for me, it started with making zines. I started making zines like, um, and when I was living in uh, Chicago, I started making some zines. I think I'd made some when I was in LA when I was a little younger, but when I moved to Chicago, the community there was so much more accessible because it was like, um, just easier to find community because Chicago was less spread out. And so I kind of like joined the zine community there and it felt like for the first time I was like making like raw creative expression and it was so encouraging and, and it was supported by community and it was like supported by these uh, zine fests and like art fairs and stuff in Chicago. So there was like immediate like creation of art and then like sharing of the art with a community. So you had all this like amazing creative 
feedback, like a creative biofeedback loop, you know? And I felt like that was like an awesome gateway drug into starting bands. And so start, I always tell people, like I started zines, like pretty much like the same time that I started bands because starting zines helped me feel like I could do even more creatively. And yeah, anytime I felt stuck, anytime I felt frustrated by life or capitalism or, you know, injustices or just, you know, crappy life stuff. It's been so nice to be able to just go into a room with my friends and, and make music and, and be able to play shows and share it with people and meet new people. And it's been so amazing. That's incredible. And I I really wanted to ask that because on this podcast, like I'm very transparent about, you know, mental health and just being an advocate for good mental health and self-expression. So that's really cool that you were able to share that with our listeners. So let's switch gears and talk about your first debut album, your first full length debut album. And that's set to be released in the spring of 2023. And something that I thought was really cool is that Jeff Schroeder of the Smashing Pumpkins was one of the producers. So how did that come about? Oh, yeah. Jeff is an old friend of mine from from back in the day. And um, I think he was living in Chicago for so long um, because it's like the Smashing Pumpkins HQ. And uh, he and my really good friend Jane uh, moved back to L.A., um, I think it was sometime last year. I think it was sometime last year. And so once it just became safer to be together again and, you know, during the pandemic, you know, when we had testing and, and all that stuff, we, you know, we all got to start hanging out again and um, we hang out with the band and, and Jeff and Jane and, and Royce and say Jean and Miles. And, and we just, you know, hang out. And, um, I think we just started, uh, I think like, oh yeah, it was like, we were demoing some stuff at Miles's house. We were like demoing a few songs from, you know, that we wanted to put on this record. And we were like, you know, we should probably like, <laughs> we should probably like talk to some producers or something, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. we didn't even know Jeff was interested in producing. And I think it just like came up someday, like at some point uh, while we were hanging out and we got together and I showed him a couple of songs and it just, uh, you know, evolved from there. Very cool that that happened so naturally. So, I mean, it was just almost effortless. Like it just came together. Okay. So can you give us any hints about I know you probably can't say too much, but what to expect from this album? Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I, this is the first time anyone's asked me that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess like we're officially like in in the album cycle now. So, okay. Um, I mean, is there like anything specific you want to know? Um, no, just whatever you feel like you want to share at this point. Any details like stylistically, um, lyrically, anything? Ooh, okay. Well... I will say that there's a lot of punk songs and then there's also a lot of like goth, like, like sound, like sonic, like surprises that, yeah, like just like stuff that we haven't tried before. We definitely 
tried things that we never thought we would. Very cool. Okay. So you've got that coming. Your tour is kicked off. And as we mentioned before, you're going to be touring throughout the fall to the end of October. Is there anything else going on before the end of the year that we should mention and have our listeners look forward to? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. So we we just shot a spooky season music video for our next song that's coming out. And it's called Only Lovers Left Alive. And it's coming out during spooky season. And yeah, just like look out for it because we're going to drop the pre-save link like any day now. We're going to drop it. Awesome. That's so exciting. I love Halloween. I have a little girl. She is five, but she is absolutely obsessed with Halloween. And she's been asking to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas all year and anything uh-huh. to do with zombies. So she could possibly be into that as well. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so I enjoyed this so much. Thank you so much for taking time. Like I know you have a lot going on, but thank you so much for taking time to chat with me. Oh my God, totally. I'm glad we were able to find a time that worked out. And I'm, I was so excited when you reached out. You've been listening to Noise and Affection, a place for the sounds you love. See you on the next episode.